Welcome to this week's edition of Tuesdays with Torah with Rabbi Mayor Bodner. Every week we'll explore some Torah values that will help us grow, understand, and be more successful in our lives and relationships. We try to hone in on subjects and ideas that are not readily known or available and explore and enlighten them through our Torah scholars of past and present to get a better understanding of what the Torah wants from us and how we can greatly enhance our lives goals, and relationships with others and Hashem. We welcome your comments and suggestions, and we'll try to incorporate them in our show. Here's Rabbi Bodner. Hope you enjoy. Shalom Aleichem. Welcome everyone to Tuesdays with Terry. We're at a remote location. Um, so, therefore... We're going to have, uh, we could be a little quicker, we can have a little bit less interruptions, but welcome everybody to, from Torah any, Anytime or anyone else that tunes in from the podcast. We welcome your comments, your suggestions. We'd love to hear from you. Okay, so this week, the Peleotes is talking about marital love, loving your spouse. And uh, it's a hot topic. And there's a lot that we can talk about, and it's hard to put everything in, that he, even that he says, in a half hour but um, or less. <laughs> but we're going to try to uh, see whatever we can cover. And again, it always amazes me that the Peleotes is talking from 230 years ago, 20, 30 years ago, and everything, almost everything he says is still pertinent to uh, these days. It's it's just amazing. Okay, he starts off by saying that there's a chiv to every spouse to love each other, not just not just coexist, but to actually love each other. So how do you love somebody? Let's let's see if we can try to explore that. But anyway, he says it's a Gemara, it comes from a Gemara in Yevamis, it's a Pasuk actually, one is required to love her or him like their own self. Ulechavda, however, it gets even harder. Ulechavda yoser mikagufoi. One has to love like him or herself and and respect even greater than oneself. So, you know, thinking about this, you always hear the excuse of somebody say, you know, in a, in a little argument or tiff with each other. People will be will say, "Well, I wouldn't have minded if you did that. You know, it wouldn't have bothered me." So now, according to this, you can't say that anyway because you have to be mechabed, You have to honor the spouse more than you. So if you don't have that self-respect that things bother you for whatever that said, you can't. That doesn't help to tell to your spouse just because it doesn't bother you. You have to honor him or her more than yourself. So even if it doesn't bother you and you don't honor yourself that much, that's that's just not an excuse. It's amazing. Okay, so the goal to um, really achieve this, again, this is said many years ago, the goal to achieve this, this love and connection, is through a soulmate. And this is not modern... This is him saying this. Ahavas Hanefesh, he says. You have to get to Ahavas Hanefesh. Um, and he says, but this should not be a Nefesh, it should not be a love that's going to take away from the love from Hashem, because that's the ultimate love. And, I, and, and that's what the idea 
of loving our wives and our, and our, our spouses and, and, and loving our children is to, is to use that love to increase our love for Hashem. Once we can feel, we can learn to feel that love, we can translate it into the love for Hashem and realize that everything that Hashem gave us and everything that Hashem is do- doing for us is for us and for our benefit. So that's um, one of the loves. So obviously, whatever whatever way it can be, it can't detract from that love. It should only, it should only. Um, and we're going to talk about this. He's going to talk about this a lot a little bit later on about um, being careful that it should only bring you closer. So he says that it's got to be a avas nefesh soulmates. That's really what it's supposed to be, and indeed. One of the greatest connections that you can achieve between a husband and wife is to connect one's souls, to have the same goals, same mind. And it's not just about, I love fishing, sailing, um, adventure, zip lining, whatever it is that you love each other. And that's nice too, but that does not make soulmates. Soulmates make when you align your goals together and might be many different ways to get there, but if you align your goals and you you, you just um, try to mesh them together and work together, each with their own koiches and nefesh, each with their own strengths and character, and work together, it's it's what makes a beautiful soulmate, a love of soulmates, and and to appreciate each other. So. He says that's what it should be. A it should grow. I mean, it starts obviously. We can start with an infatuation, but it should grow to be an ava of of true true ava and not of infatuation. And he says two hundred years ago, he says there shouldn't be a codependency, which means is is that like he says he says he explains the the chazal chazal says al tarba sicha im isha. It means even your wife. What does that mean? <laughs> you talk. Talk is supposed to be... We know modern science is... We, we, we're supposed to just just constantly talk with our wives, right? Just constantly with our husbands, with our spouses. Just always be together, right? No, it's not. That's not what it's supposed to be. And it seems like he's talking about not allowing this codependency to occur. Which means is that, yeah, each is supposed to help in, and love each other and build each other up and grow and strive to encourage, but in both in their own paths. It cannot be that everything that you do cannot be without a spouse. It can't be that you're, you're relying on the, on the other spouse. It should be each encouragement for each other. And that's what true love is. And this comes with, um, it's it's comes with actually seeing how we can use our spouses to help us grow and and vice versa and it also comes when we realize that we might be doing things that we shouldn't be doing with the encouragement and help of the spouse and instead of just allowing that to be to happen we have to stop that <clears throat> stop that in the tracks very similarly, what do we where do we learn this love from? We learn this love from from Adamarishan. Adamarishan. That was the only that was the only person that he had in his life. That was the only one for him. Obviously, you see that. 
However, one of the mistakes or things that we're still paying for is that Adam Arishan um, allowed, he aphanated he, he us because um, Chava gave it to him. But what did he do? Instead of saying, um, I did it, I did a mistake, yes, she did it, what he should have done is saying, no, I'm not going to eat. Thank you, Chava, for offering me that, but I don't think we should be doing that. What he did was he allowed himself to be persuaded and and he blamed it on her as well. So um, that was a mistake that we can always learn from, that instead of instead of using that, it's not everything that she does and he does what we do. It's, no, it's working together. And it's sometimes working together means to say no in a very nice way, but no, thank you. This is really not what we want to do. Sweetheart, honey, my dear, my love, whatever, whatever way you say it, there's, there's a time and place. And that's what builds a true love. It's, it's not just everything goes. It's to say, um, that's not our, um, that's not in line with our goals and what we want to do. Um, okay, so he goes on to say that men, this is really, really for men, that men should be very careful not to be so mocked on expenses of the household. He should um, be mavater on, on these kinds of things. Obviously, um, there is a time and a place for everything, and uh, there should be budgets, and uh, there should be kept to on both sides. But obviously, we know that it's very hard to keep to a budget. Whatever budget we have, it's, it's well, for most of us, um, Except if you're a Galiciana, you're coming from certain places, then, you know. But for most of us, it's very... And I can make that joke because I come from there. So, um, But uh, the truth is, it's very hard to keep to a budget. So the men have to be careful, he says, 225 years ago, is that they can't be mocked when it goes over, when it's... Uh, and they'll find a way to make it happen. So... Um, and of course, it uh, doesn't mean that there, there's no budgets, but this is a very big issue nowadays. I mean, probably one of the biggest fights in, in modern times is, is, is financial fights, is the man goes out there and, and works hard or and, and thinks he's bringing in the money. It's coming from the Rabbanishol in any way, but, you know, it, it appears like the Zayasapecha is what's, the, the sweat of his brow is what bringing in the money. And then um, he feels that, you know, the, the reckless amount of spending... We're not talking about reckless. We're talking about... Because uh, 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 that's something, obviously, that has to be dealt with. And if it can be dealt with between the two of them, there, there needs to be a professional called in. But uh, he's, I believe, it sounds like he's talking about normal normal expenses of lives that, um, that can and does go over more times than that. Um, and th- there's a tremendous amount of brach, he says, that brought in when the person, in this in this case, the man, um, does not make a big deal about it and um, doesn't um, doesn't escalate, you know, the extra expense. So it was a, it was two hundred dollars, and she spent, you know, you know, two sixty, and whatever it is, it's uh, you find a way to do it. Um, that's very very important. And that's going to bring bracha into their... Um... So, how do you do this? So, a man, us men, we have to remember two things. Number one, that the bracha of the household comes from the woman. This is what he says. 
the bracha of the household comes from the woman. Um, and and to remember that shalom bias is greater than kabbal's kabbal's shem shemai kabbal's hashchina. Why? How do we see that? Because we see that by Saita, in, for Shalom Bayes, that Hashem's name, Hashem says, erase my name for Shalom Bayes. So that's, that's really what, what um, it's, it's more important. You know, we think we're, we're doing for, from things, you know, we're trying, we're not trying, we're trying to live in the budget, we're trying not to do anything that's going to bring us the seal and to do things which are not honest. So, so we, we might think that we're doing this to Shem Shemayim, but um, Shem Shemayim is, if you want to know what real Shem Shemayim is, 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 to, um, is to have that Shalom, have the Shalom bias. And number two, Gemara says, we know this, is that um, it's a schooler to get rich, is to buy your wife silks. Now, that's the Gemara's silk, but it's not only silks. Silks really means shaitals, um, shoes, uh, whatever else uh, they need. And obviously, if they need to buy a little bit more expensive, um, you know, ingredients for the house, that's, um, that's what brings them kav, that's what brings them simcha, you know, when they can make a nice meal and not, and, 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 and buy the nice meal, bring to the table something nice, that, that's, that's really what brings them happiness. And, um, but, and, and the nicer paper goods, you know, people say the paper goods are so expensive, and they are. Um, you want to have such nice, beautiful uh, paper goods, and it's, uh, it's $8 for, for 10 plates. <laughs> Sometimes it, it's, it's really crazy. But um, this is, so think about it as, as, as a Shalom Bias thing. This is what they enjoy. And you know what? We men enjoy it also, but we just don't like to spend it. We enjoy nice things. But this is something which we should keep in mind so that we want riches. We want we want to be able to not blink when whenever these expenses happens. When that's a schooler, Mara says, when you buy silks, silks is uh, is going to uh, bring us riches. So keeping in mind those two things, I think we can try not to lose control or uh, lose our equilibrium when we uh, when we see the the the, the price tag, the uh, the receipt from the store. Better, better don't look at the receipt from the store. That's that's really the best uh, option. Okay. Now the Pelioids goes on and he starts to talk to the women. So, ladies, I hope you didn't think you were getting off scot-free. Um, here's, here we go. Here's what he says. Okay. Women, Sarach um, I'm going to, I should read it to you because... The Sarach Lechabdoi, um, they're supposed to also honor their husbands. I can't find it. And they should um, try to fulfill the needs as much as possible. And um, they should try to, they should keep their, um, they should treat their husbands like kings. However, with that said, let me go back to the men. You know, there's a famous line. It's a great line. You want your wife to treat you like a king, you treat her like a queen. And that's true. But that doesn't give off the, uh, the doesn't let, let the chiyav um, for, for the women to do the same even if they're not. But this is, this is something that they're, they're, they're supposed to do. And to the women, let's talk a little bit about COVID. Let's talk about um, 
you know, honor and, and, and why it's so important to men. So, amazing thing, the Vilna Goyen says, an amazing side is that the greatest Gemilas Chasadim, the greatest Gemilas Chesed, and this is not for women, for, this is for anyone, this is for just, he was talking about Gemilas Chesed, is giving covered. When an ani comes to the door and, and, and you give him, you can give him the same dollar, 10, 20, 50, 100, 200, but he says a greater Gemilas Chesed is not the money or not the food that you give, it's the cover, the respect. It's the person that's talking and <laughs> you don't want to hear anymore. You're busy, you don't want... But you give them the respect. You look them in the, in the eye. You, 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 you commiserate with them, whatever they're saying. And you give them the respect that they, that they deserve and that's the greatest. And the same thing goes for men, that they uh, are... The species of men need to have that, that, that respect even more than women do. Everyone needs respect, obviously. But um, that's something which um, just just the fact that they men say this all the time when they're talking and they listen. I mean, it goes both ways. But I believe it's even more so. I mean, Pelayites only says it this way, actually. But uh, I think because it goes more that way, it's it's more of a need for men to um, to feel that that respect when he's talking to listen to to listen to her, um, not to interrupt. Um, to um, just give them, you know, that that you know, maybe not be on the phone when when they're. I mean, this, you know, not be on the phone when they're 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 with you. Um, these kinds of things goes a very very long way. Uh, Palios goes on to say that as far as financial situations. They also should work very, very hard to keep within budget, um, because when financial situations are hard, it becomes very, very hard for the man to do. So they, their role is to make sure that the uh, house budget fits in and, and works within reason. Um, and also, wife should not be demanding and quetching, rather should be encouraging, and she should say things like. Don't worry about it. We'll we'll get there. It's it's it's, it's in a beautiful. This is this goes with covered, by the way. This is a, this is a beautiful, endearing thing. And I'll tell you about a friend. Oh, so he says we should. You should. They should say, don't worry. We're happy and healthy. One day, Mr. Shem will make money. They shouldn't feel like, oh, come on. All my friends have this. All my friends go here. Um, this budget is. How could we live on this budget? It's 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 ridiculous. It's so hard. It's difficult. I can't buy shoes. Twice a. Uh, they should be encouraging and they should say these things and it goes a very long way. And I actually know somebody that um, they were encouraging. She was, um, he was actually going through like legal issues and financial issues. And he says what brought him through was his wife's encouragement and her, her constant being there with him. And it's amazing how it can change the whole relationship by a woman just being there and encouraging and not not being difficult. He will always appreciate it. And it's going to always remember, even many years later, when Amir Hashem, we have loads of money and we are, he has lots of lots of money. When she, when the woman when, is going to be there for them in the difficult times and vice versa, of course. But this is an opportunity to create a, a strong cement in the love and the, and the admiration of the marriage 
that can go a long way and will always be remembered. Also, one of the things that the Peleoid says is that sometimes there is a situation where no matter what happens, it's either, it's, it's actually talking to the, the men's side, there is, the wife is not really in a good place and it's not a very easy situation. He says that um, in that case, uh, it, it seems very much from what the Peleoid says that he's a very, very big, he's not a proponent for, for divorce. He's not a advocate for divorce. He's like, he says basically keep it unless it's <laughs> to be cool and effish. Um, so I don't know if that's the thinking, the modern thinking these days, but he says very interestingly that if, let's say, the wife, probably it's both ways, is not, uh, it's, it's a very difficult life. And then he says you're guaranteed, he brings it down from Gemara, Gemara and Yavamas. He says you're guaranteed that you're going to have straight to Elam Haba. You're not going to have any, any, any uh, Gehenna. There's no, uh, you don't stop, go. So, I mean, there's a story, I don't know if it's true or not, about a woman that was one of these women that were really very, very difficult women. And, um, and then she started going to Shirim, and she started acting nice. And one day he said, wow, you're, what's going on with you? This is, you're really, you're acting nice. What's happening with you? So she tells him, yeah, I, I've been going to Shir, and I heard in the Shir that a, a person who has a difficult wife is going to go straight to uh, Gan Eden. And she says, and I decide there's no way you're going to go straight to Gan Eden on my account. So that's why I'm being nice. It's a joke, but the truth is, is that sometimes um, people are not in good situations. And regardless of what you think, sometimes men, the spouse can change it. It's, um, and, and that's the situation. So, of course, a person has the choice for divorce or not, but the Gemara is guaranteeing that if they decide for the righteous reasons to, to stay with marriage, and the Gemara says the righteous reasons could be that, they take, that she takes care of your children um, or she saves you from sin. So then it's going to be, uh, it's going to be straight to Gan Eden. So, um, but there's no such thing as, no matter what situation, whether he or she, one is dealing with depression, one is dealing with addiction, there's no such thing as it can't get better. That's, that's, and if we accept that, then, then that is the problem itself. Even if one side doesn't want to go to therapy, their other side, the other spouse can go to learn the tools of what he or she can say to help things. To help things, there's no reason why it should stay. It never should stay status quo. No matter what situation, it can always increase steadily better. So there's always, always hope. Um, okay, so we'll end with just a couple things. Is interesting is that um, when you make, um, when a husband makes a woman cry, wife cry, then um, it brings Klala to the house. So he says, therefore, you men better be very careful to be extra nice to those wives. And this is a new one. He says that women should try as much, even if they're hurt, should not cry. 
Now, we're not just blaming it. The guy says you, you know, really throws some mean, hurtful things. And, and the truth is, is that the men have really have the key to, to really, you know, be hurtful. A guy can handle probably a lot more than a woman can, because that's the dynamics of what men are. They can handle it. They've been handling it since they've been in, 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 in school. So it takes a lot more to make a man cry than a woman cry. Um, but still, he still says she should try not to, because that's going to bring Clara in. To try to hope, you know, try to, you know, obviously, if she feels she, it's helpful to cry, to cry, but... Um, she should try not to let it bother her so much and just to let it brush over her. And that's going to help keep the bracha in the house. Um, and of course, he ends up, he says, never to air dirty laundry to parents or anybody. And even more so, you should cover up. You know, if he says, uh, you know, the, mother, the father-in-law says, uh, why does this guy wake up, you know, at 10.30 in the morning? What kind of business is this? You know, no, she should say, no, no, he's... he's he works very hard. He doesn't sleep well. Um, he doesn't feel well. He's uh, this is uh, something that he's working. Whatever it is, cover cover it up. Both sides, spouses should cover up for their each other. They should not um, even err or even not stand by them. This is a very very important thing. And again, if a spouse sees that being done, they are going to be so much more endeared. Because they, they, we all know our issues, right? Everyone knows their issues. You, know, you don't need a spouse to keep on reminding um, them the issues. So if they do see that their spouse is, is working with them and, and stands by them and has their back, it's a very, very endearing thing. And the last thing he talks about is we all know of never to answer in back during the heat of the argument. And both sides. Now... It's very interesting because there are different schools of thoughts, modern. Some people say that just accept it and, and, and go on, you know, eat it and eat the insult, go on and, and move on. He does not say that. He says, don't, you, don't, you don't have to eat it. You shouldn't eat it. He doesn't say you shouldn't, but he says you should wait a couple days, wait until yoyma yamayim. And after that, when it's calm and in a loving and a sweet voice, you could discuss it and say, oh, that, that hurt. Uh, I wonder why that brought that on. That, that was hurtful. I didn't feel good about it. Um, it's not going to necessarily go easy, but it's going to definitely go a lot better than when the person on the other side is in the heat of the moment. Um, so, Mirz Hashem, we should all be zeicher to uh, practice these things and bring tremendous brachas on all of us and on all of Klai Yisrael. Thanks so much for listening. Have a wonderful day.